The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers. Find out more about how you can listen to The Sunranto Show early and ad-free at patreon.com slash sunranto. Enjoy the show. Preview. Cups Preview. Cups Preview. Cups Preview. From The Sunranto Show. Hey, 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 welcome to the Sun Ranto preview show. Um, I didn't want to bring in our next guest right away uh, because I, I wanted to have a moment with you, Michael. And and that is, you know what? I, it has been nearly... Am I getting fired from a show that I'm not being paid for? Yes, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we just can't fit your zero do- your, your zero dollar salary in the budget any longer. But... Um, you know, I, I I wanted I wanted to take a take a moment before we brought Dennis in here and and ask you before he comes and taints the entire thing and ask you, are you scared of the first place Cardinals in the least? Do you think they will end the season in first place and break our Cub fan hearts yet once again? Um. I don't know that they, I think the Ricketts already broke our hearts. So they would just be stomping on the pieces the Ricketts left there. But, uh, I don't know. It's the goddamn Cardinals. I don't know. I, I look at them every year. I'm just like, I, I don't see what is so special about this team. And yet they're always, they're right there. I said the same thing about the fucking Brewers. Like, God, it drives you nuts. Well, it I mean, it really does. It, well, we're going to find out about why. The Cardinals are in first place, and why Dennis gets to come on this show and gloat about it. So, uh, everybody, it's everybody's favorite Cardinal fan. It's Dennis. Hey, oh, hey. and look at that stupid fucking like green. Look at that green got on there. Oh, first great. place, baby. Not just in walks. Oh man, <laughs> not just in walks. All right, but, I'm all right. Pieces of that broken heart. All right, I've had enough out of you already. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at it here, and you're you're in first place despite getting uh, swept very recently by the Padres. I want to to let that up and uh, to bring that up right away. But uh, here's my question to you: um, uh, How uh, did you lose your pitchfork? At the Manny Machado, or at, at the Manny Machado protest when you went down there with the torches and the pitchforks, and, and now I don't see a pitchfork in the. Oh, there it is. There's the pitchfork. Oh God, damn it! The, There's the his torch right there. Fucking tiki torch, motherfucker. Yeah. So I gotta ask you about. This. I saw the play. <laughs> I'm moving, so there's a lot of weird shit around me right now. That was a <laughs> but Manny. <laughs> Manny Machado does the short slide. Who who did he try to take out? DeJong, who was over there? Yeah, like, I don't think... Whatever. I don't Cardinal care. Nation like, like, flips out. Yeah. Oh, this is the one that happened, like, literally... Sunday night, yeah. So right in the long. middle, right, right 
in the middle of first and second base, right? So, yeah. like, nowhere near the base. It looked like he could have easily just been ducking because he thought the ball might be coming at him. I don't know. I mean, he, he was, like, it he, was if he split into him, like, and yeah. it wasn't near the base, but, like, whatever. I don't have any problem with that. We probably lost the game because of that play, so, like, good for him. He made a winning play, but I don't see it as, like, an outrageous play to be, like, so upset about that was, like, so dirty. Like, I would have done the same thing. It's exactly what I would have wanted somebody on the Cardinals to do. I would have stabbed him on my way by. (laughs) And he is – he's actually – I mean, I believe by rule he's required to get down there. Now – to go down, you, not to slide. Right, not, sliding into a player, not a base, though, is like the controversy. Like, he's right, that's the, the controversy. But you're just supposed to go down quickly, and that's generally. I mean, I've seen other guys slide with nobody out there. It looks like a slide. Now, did Machado maybe give a little extra effort there to make sure that it was where he wanted to go? Maybe, but hey, that's. It's it's fucking baseball. It's not like that's baseball. Exactly. It's not like you didn't see him coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. So so then you go off to Pittsburgh. Well, you have a day off after getting swept. Then you go to Pittsburgh. You win the first one. You got a game tonight uh, mm-hmm. in which uh, Jack Flaherty, arguably your best starting pitcher, is pitching in against the yeah. Pirates, which is really awesome for the Cubs because we don't have to face them. Right. This weekend in St. Louis. So we're, we're pretty excited about that. And so you're two and a half ahead of the Cubs right now as we speak. Um, and a big, and this big series coming up. So I think after you lose tonight, after we win the next two, that br- brings us a game and a half out. And so when we sweep you this weekend, that puts us up by by two and a half, I believe. Wow. Or so maybe one and a half of my math. Still delusionally optimistic in, in <laughs> Cub fan land. I'm Is just giving the stats. Now? I'm just giving the stats. I'm giving numbers here, okay? You okay. can't argue with the numbers that I just I, that I just put down. Yeah. When that happens, that's what it'll be. So, <laughs> right. uh, so we're really excited. And, of course, I could do the other numbers, which is when the Cubs lose the next four, no, the next five, Against the Nationals and the Cardinals, and and the, the the Cardinals win, which puts us deep into a hole, probably in last place behind the Pirates. So that I could do, that could also happen. Those are just I numbers. Though. Add, I want to do a temperature check for you guys here because I know it's early. We're doing like the whole it's early thing. Who cares? And you guys aren't like super it, it, far behind. Hey, hey it, we are. No one we are one quarter of the way through the season. Yeah, I think huh. that last game. Is the end of it's early. I think now we're, I mean, we're mid, the start of the middle of the season, right? Well, yeah, we're looking at June really close here. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, I don't think Cardinals, the Cardinals are really in that vibe. And tell me if I'm wrong of that the, every time a Cubs player does something good, they're like, ooh, who can we get for him? He's in the last year of his contract. <laughs> Maybe we can get some teenagers from from the Mariners. Woo! <laughs> you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't – correct me if I'm wrong. You don't have a lot of guys on your team with that kind of contract. Who who on your team is is that rumor swirling – or are rumors swirling around? Anybody? Or is this the team they're going with it? The Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Take Line Sports Culture Takes – Take Line has it all. 
Take Line is a weekly podcast hosted by Emmy winner Jason Concepcion and former WNBA champ Renee Montgomery. That's a fast-paced exploration of the NBA and the world of sports and culture. Each week, Jason and Renee talk about the games, players, controversies, and issues that run both on and off the court. Follow now to hear Take Line every Tuesday, wherever you get your pods. Speaking of Tuesdays, did you know that the Sun Ranto Show has a live interactive show on the Locker Room app every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central? Well, we do. Uh, what's the Locker Room app, you ask? Well, uh, let me tell you. It's a free app. Right now, it's only for iPhone users. And what you should do is go download it and then follow Sun Ranto Show. And when you do, you can be alerted as to when we go live. Uh, We'll do post-game breakdowns over there. Uh, There's uh, debates. There's parties. There's breaking news. It's all through the Locker Room app. It's kind of like Clubhouse, but it's Locker Room. And, uh, hey, we got a show, so you're going to be interested in it. So join us Tuesdays at 6 p.m. We've got a different topic each week. We already did, like, most hated Cubs players of all time. We did unpopular Cubs takes. It's a fun conversation. Last week, we just talked while the game was on. And that was fun. So download the Locker Room app, hang out with us, and, um, hey, back to this show. Uh, about trading away? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's a lot of talk about that necessarily at all. I mean, there's definitely talk about what do we do for the bullpen. I mean, who can we get to help the bullpen and this, like, atrocious walking situation, which I, I'm sure we'll get to it's on, you know, the rundown or whatever, but I'm shocked. We are where we are with how many walks we've given up and it's mainly bullpen problems. Yeah. I'm looking to acquire somebody to help that. Whoever we can trade off to help remedy that is what we got. Lots of guys. It's going to be, it's going to be brutal when uh, fucking Kimbrel goes over there and we get, I don't know. They, they, we, we 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 get some of those one of those made up pitcher players that uh, they make uh, down in Louisville when they we get just, the ghost they, of Stan Musel. Yeah, well, no, they they got that machine where they like have those dudes <laughs> named you know like you know you know Brock Turner that come up or you know or 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 Mick yeah I don't know who else somebody named like um, Fletch McGill or something. Yeah. You know, totally. just comes up. It, oh, dude, who are those Fletch Schneider, Schneider Davis? Schneider, yeah, Schneider Davis, who played a year <laughs> in Japan, comes through. Like that, that's who you got, and we're gonna get that guy. And he's he's gonna come to our team and just absolutely, he'll be defaded after two weeks because he's just not even a major league baseball player without that that little pixie magic you sprinkle down there. Full yeah, of we bush we beer. won't even we won't even get the one dollar that they got for Cameron Maben. Maben. Yeah, <laughs> did you see that? We sold Maben for a dollar. It was like in trading places when they when uh, the bet between the the brothers, the rich billionaire brothers, the bet was between Eddie Murphy and they they could switch Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Have you seen this movie? Trading and then place. they totally ruined yeah. both of their lives. And then, then <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, you win one dollar." And I was like, "Everybody goes nuts." I mean, yeah. that's. One of the classic movies of all time, and Danny's like, have you seen this thing? Yeah, yeah. Star Wars? it's really good. Check it out. Uh, well, I thought you were talking about the, they just came out with a completely unnecessary, very unfunny sequel, so don't watch that if you Oh, have. I didn't know. It's trading places? Yeah. No, I have to look that up. I, I wow, I didn't even know. 
Like, why? You shouldn't know. You should. I shouldn't have even brought it up. Don't Wait, even. Wow. No, but yeah. that's. I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. You, I'm, watching, well, I'm watching a shitty movie. Here's a lot of guys that oh, you. Wait, reached. No, wait. I'm thinking of maybe I'm thinking of coming to America. Yeah, yes. coming to America. Yeah. Well, but but they referenced they did reference trading places in coming to America, both movies. So yeah. all right, so all is forgiven. Okay. Um. So, but let me let me show you some people that you wish that were trading places with another team. Here's, here's your here's your <laughs> wow. Here's, that's goddamn professional level right segment. there. Yeah. Here's your bullpen right now. Um, you know, at the anchor of it, you got Alex Reyes, who used to be a starter. Now he's your closer. Is he still throwing hard? Yeah, he's he's actually, I think, leading the league in walks, but his it hasn't really affected his ERA yet. Like we're we've been so lucky with Alex yeah, Reyes. I he throws say a lot of fast balls, is what you're saying. Yes, point. It's either a strikeout or a walk. Yeah, exactly. Point for one earned run average. So he hasn't given up. Well, he's only given up one run in 22 innings. That's really amazingly good. It is. Uh, but he's walked 20 in 22 innings, and he struck out 28. So the whip is 127, but, play, but nobody can hit him. Uh, and everybody's batting 110 off of him. So that's who's anchoring the thing. Now, that guy you probably want to keep. Uh, but but when you look at <laughs> yeah. but when you look at some of the and you know at the top of it I mean Gallegos is he only a starter no I mean is he only a reliever this year Giovanni yeah. Gallegos he's not a starter I, yeah he's not a starter okay so he's doing really good so we don't want to see him in any games the it, but he's taken twenty five innings already out of the bullpen I mean out of the bullpen like extrapolate that out times four a hundred inning reliever mm-hmm. wow. Uh, is and, is he a long reliever? Or is he just out there all the time? I I don't even know. I, <laughs> he's, like, he's great. I'm like googling him over here. Like, hey, what is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is he still on the team? I um, love him. Yeah, he literally pitches in every game. No, I mean he's 20, <laughs> 25 innings pitched in 20 games. So that, that's quite a bit. And so it has taken two innings a couple times. And then um, there's Genesis Cabrera. Uh, another young guy who's with uh, a lot of hope. That, okay, these, so, these are good guys. I'm giving you the good guys first. Yeah. Dennis, 21. you were wondering about those names. Genesis Cabrera. Yeah, that's one. That of, is a completely yeah. made up name. Yeah, Cabrera, he's from the machine for a little while. He was a made up name like three years ago. He's, he's kind of <laughs> kind of household now. Yeah, and now he's now he's the other one uh, that is do that we don't want to see in baseball games against us. Because he's 21 innings, 214 earned run average, uh, and uh, 22 strikeouts. So it's more than a strikeout and inning a little bit. So he's those are your good bullpen guys. But then you get into, like, Ryan Helsley, who just walks everybody. 12 walks in 17.2 innings. And then you got Tyler Webb, 14 walks in 11.2 innings. And then Jordan Hicks, who was supposed to be good, Ten walks in ten innings and is sporting a five. The Helsley and Hicks have ERAs in the five, and Tyler Webb eleven fifty seven. Yeah, and those are your top bullpen uh, inning. I think we years. just lost Hicks too. I think Hicks is on. Uh, he's he's on the sixty day DL or something. I was oh really? Reading. I did not see that. Yeah, his something about elbow inflammation. I think it was just today, maybe even that they dropped him down. Yeah, um, but I was around. He is supposed to be really good, you know, and he was not off to a great start. But phew, hoping for one person to turn around in our bullpen, I was rooting for him, um, and now he's out for a while. 
Yeah, and it looks like you brought up Johan Obeido, who I know the Cubs have faced at some point yeah. in, the past, in the past, but Hicks has not been able to stay healthy. I mean, this yeah. has been a while for him. He throws so hard, and, you know, I just wonder if, like, that's – kind of got to be I mean it's already been like an issue those dudes that just dial up to 100 and everybody wants one of those guys but then mm-hmm. you know they they only get a couple good years out of that and very few of them can do it without getting hurt constantly yeah seems like Hicks is one of those guys well all right well he's we won't see him and then well, you didn't even Danny you missed the complete movie reference there by Ty Webb Ty uh, Webb was Chevy Chase's character in Caddyshack Oh, see, now there's a movie I have not seen. But but it's a completely – that's what I'm saying. These are made-up names. They fucking pulled – they're like, you know what? Nobody will know that we just made this name up if we call him Tyler instead of Ty Webb. <laughs> so – and then and then you have the ghost of Andrew Miller still on this team. Is uh, is I don't know if he's one of – if he's hurt uh, too, but uh, the Andrew Miller, because he hasn't pitched a whole lot, but 8.59 earned run average. Uh, I'm only bringing him up because the Cubs have seen a lot of out of, of him. And uh, yeah, hitters, hitters are batting 364 off of him. So that might be fun if, if we get to see him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the bullpen's terrible. And uh, the Cubs actually have one of the best bullpens in the major leagues, although you would never know that talking to a Cubs fan. <laughs> like you really, you really wouldn't. And I, I'll give you some like head-to-head stats because the the Cubs bullpen is a half a run better, three thirty-two to three eighty-eight as far as earned run averages go. Uh, the Cubs bullpen also walks everybody, third most in walks, but the Cards are number one, third walks- like third most this year. The Cardinals are number one like historically. Like this might be the most walks. They're on pace for like the most walks of all time. You should get you, you should get Tyler Chatwood on your team like that. Then you'll definitely cinch that. Yeah. And then uh, the Cubs bullpen is actually second in strikeouts. Another stat that you would never know is true if you talk to a Cubs fan. And the Cardinals are the tenth worst in strikeouts. So even though you have a couple guys that can dial it up there, you're not striking anybody out. And but you've managed to give up the fewest home runs. The Cubs are the eighth fewest. That's not as exciting. So, what do you what do you um, attribute that towards the bullpen? I mean, have they blown a lot of games for you guys? No, I mean that's the thing is we get in trouble with walks, but we haven't we haven't yet let it hurt us. Like we are dangerously close to being way worse than we are. Yeah. Um, like it we, sounds we, like they're nibbling, right? Yeah. They nibble and get that bad contact when they get the contact, so nobody can hit it out. Or they're mm-hmm. wild, the effectively wild situation where if you can fool a guy enough and they think they know it's coming out of your hand and it could end up in the opposing team's dugout, you know, instead of even close to and, – and Javi Baez just may swing at it. You know, it's <laughs> if he thinks something else is coming, then the dugout ball, you know, I, I don't know. And – um so, yeah, so it's kind of a historically weird bullpen. And I do always wonder if when something is that extreme, if it's by design, like for years and years, the Cubs just walked everybody. And I always just thought, like, it's just a philosophy. Don't give in. Don't give in. Don't give in. And if you you just nibble, 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 and if you end up walking the guy, that's way better than giving up a three-run home run. Yeah, yeah, which absolutely. is which you're not giving up home runs. So you're walking everybody, you're not giving up home runs. So it makes me think that that's exactly what you're trying to do. 
Yeah, well, if Alvarez leads the league in walks this year, but, like, his ERA stays as consistently as it's been, I don't care. Like, walk every other batter and just keep striking people out. Don't let anybody in. Well, if he if he goes one-to-one, strikeouts and walks, nobody will ever score. Yeah. Because he's got to he's got to walk four guys to the three he has to strike out, and if he just does that every inning, he's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's talk about the hitting a little bit. I mean, what's annoying to me is that the how three- good Arenado is. Yeah, it, that's very oh, annoying. Oh, oh, hold on, though. There's a hold lot on. that annoys me about what I the graphic Air- I just put up, except for except for. Oh, so the whole time he was in Colorado, everybody hated. The Colorado fans hated Chris Bryant because they're like, oh, Arenado's better than Bryant, better than Bryant, better than Bryant. Of course, now Bryant doesn't even fucking play third base anymore. I don't I don't think you can call him a third base in, anymore. But Bryant leads Arenado. Plus, they were going to trade. That was going to be the big trade, Cubs and Rockies, before, before the Rockies decided to fucking send him to St. Louis with a $50 million in a suitcase. You know, I'm going to bring up a comment real quick from Dominic uh, in the chat. He says, so we are looking at four hour plus games with all the walks. Not only that, uh, he goes on to say, especially with the weekend games being on Fox and ESPN, and they're going to milk every moment of that. And we're going to have to listen to those idiot announcers for like five, six hours, just like with bad, stupid stats and human interest stories. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot like uh, Shiambi calling just a regular Cubs game. But, I'm gonna just put the know. radio on and try to do some work around. The house. Yeah, oh, that's that's gonna be the only way to get to do through this. It. Yeah, but uh, maybe take a nap in the middle of the game, wake back up in the sixth, and it's hour three. <laughs> um, so yeah. I, I got the I got the stats up here for the for the offense, and here's what I'm annoyed at. Okay, so the two guys right at the top. Uh, of your um, OPS list here, Nolan Arenado, the guy you got for nothing, nothing. I mean, the Cubs could have gotten him for nothing too, and he could play played third base. And I'm I'm happy with Matt what Matt Duffy's doing over there, but he certainly isn't doing what Nolan Arenado is doing. Ten home runs on the year, which I think matches KB. KB might have eleven now. No, uh, they're 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 tied. At 10. They're tied. Three oh seven batting average, nine forty four OPS. And then uh, the, here's the other one that really annoys the shit out of me. Um, Yadier Molina somehow having oh. a fucking year. Oh. Batting 302 with a 903 OPS. Already popped six home Ooh. runs, which is like on pace for an old guy and for a catcher. An <laughs> I thought he was done. I've been waiting for this all day to talk to you. Oh, he, he is, oh, he is fucking – he is spinning uh, – <laughs> The blood of virgins, and he's you know, and he's sucking uh, horse steroids directly out of the horse. Like it, it must be COVID. COVID the, <laughs> when getting getting COVID made him like you know how like that COVID started from uh, some dude eating a bat. I think that there must be, you know <laughs> that, that's pretty much how Batman got going too. So I'm thinking that like if you get it into somebody's <laughs> blood like Yachty, like he's all of a sudden like getting some bat. I mean, think about it. Here comes the bat. Look yeah. at his bat. I mean, yeah, you know. all of the great take. All of a sudden, Yadier Molina is a good baseball player. Wow, yeah, just who, who out of the blue because of bad yeah, blood. <laughs> out of nowhere, this guy, this one of these made-up name guys, Yadier Molina, is a good baseball. He's got four platinum gloves. He's got like fifteen gold gloves. He bats three hundred for seasons. He's a fucking Hall of Famer. He's 
incredible. I'm tired of the slander that you guys always talk on him. And look at him now. Look at him. Yeah, right? COVID. I, yeah, yeah, fuck Yachty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Arenado hate from you, too. Oh, my God. He can only do it in Colorado. Like, he's aided by – we went through all the stats of his yeah. stadium because you guys were well, so Well, no, my, my thing was, well. though, that, you know, all this – it's always been this stuff. And, uh, he no, Arenado is having a good year. He's just not having as good a year as Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant's in third basement. And that's, and that's the only thing – Going into this year, we thought he was a third baseman, and then we found out that the, uh, we have a light-hitting Matt Duffy that powers our offense, so we have to make room for him every day. Yeah, we well, get, we get singles, say, baby. Real quick, it's on this day right now, Nolan Arenado has uh, 15 RBIs at home, 15 RBIs away, five home runs at home, five home runs at way. Uh, like the most consistent hitter that you possibly could be at the moment. So all the course field talk is out the window. No, and I and I think you're definitely right about that. Everybody was on the course field thing, which is which is exactly how the Cardinals got him. Because Jeff Breidich, the general manager of the Cardinals or of the Rockies was like, I think you're right. I think course field is the only reason Arenado here. You know what? <laughs> you're 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 right. I can't I can't make this trade in good faith. Can we also give you fifty million dollars along with him? Yeah. yeah. I hope that's what happened in the negotiations. <laughs> Fuck. And the and the Cubs are over here like look, you have to take Bryant or we won't take Arenado. <laughs> and the Rockies are like, nah, fuck you. We're, yeah. we're gonna can't give him it. to St. Louis with fifty mil. Now, here's here's some uh, stats I do like out of your offense right now. Um, Paul DeJong, just not really living up to what you thought he could have been there. He's only batting 177. He's got a six. He does mat- manage to pound out seven home runs, so you'll take that. But it's it's probably not enough for you to enjoy the start of his year. And then the other one is Matt Carpenter. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Woof. I mean, what happened I mean, to this guy? Just fell off a cliff. They can't even play him, can they? He's only got 65 ABs on the year, batting 108, 253 OBP, slugging 246, and a 499 OPS. I mean, what's going on with that? It's what's going on with, with the salsa boy? He needs, the, he needs the to. Salsa, it's, been a, it's been a pretty quick decline after, like, I think it was the beginning of last year. He started really sucking, and he just never turned it around. I think getting Arenado was the writing on the wall of, like, okay, maybe Matt Carpenter's done. But there's a couple of good outfielders that you did mention on there that I want to give some props to. Dylan Carlson is playing really well. And Tyler O'Neill, the numbers, you know, they, they don't look great yet, but the way he's been playing, I love watching Tyler O'Neill play. And there's been a lot of Tyler O'Neill's uh, dad memes going around St. Louis. Apparently he's like a, like a bodybuilder that worked out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. The dude is just jacked. There's all these pictures going around of like him in the 60s or 70s, like flexing with Arnold. Um, so that's been a fun storyline this year that everyone's been <laughs> watching. So, so, you're saying, so you're saying O'Neal has access to every great uh, performance-enhancing drug. Workout, workout equipment, yes. Every great <laughs> workout equipment. Oh, yeah. My bad. Uh, Wor- workout equipment. Yeah. He has great genes and access <laughs> to very good equipment. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm actually. I just got it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring it up in a moment. Um, he really is gigantic. Right. Yeah, and um, 
well, he's not as big as Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, that that's much more impressive than my Arnold Schwarzenegger story, which was that uh, I hung out at a bar one time in, um, uh, where was it? Uh, what's the, uh, not Flagstaff, Arizona, but, um, God, it's uh, not Phoenix. Sedona. No, no. Oh, the, the, no, the, where they used to have spring training, they don't. Tucson. So oh, I was wow. in Tucson, Arizona, and I, I met this guy who called himself God, who had a picture of him with Arnold Schwarzenegger at the very same bar I was in. Uh, and he's like, got basically has this fist up a hooker's um, hoo ha. So <laughs> that, that was on the wall at the bar. So that's my Arnold Schwarzenegger story. But here's uh, Tyler O'Neill's dad's Arnold Schwarzenegger story. He's holding a sword with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, huge muscles. So, and Tyler O'Neill's quite built too, and you can see why. Um, yeah, that's not as impressive as actually uh, when you, if you think about it as the, the, uh, hooker story, do you think the, that, uh, the Tucson hoo-ha bar? Now story. that I see they, that they picture, had a sex room in that place, I'm sorry. That's way better than holding the sword <laughs> with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, now that I see the picture of the sword, uh, Dennis, do you believe that Tyler O'Neill could cut a baseball in half? I actually don't think that is Tyler O'Neill's dad. Oh, it's not? <laughs> no. <it> was, <laughs> I think you pulled up the wrong one. It says Terry O'Neill. Yeah, Terry there's two O'Neil. Terry O'Neills. This was also another funny story that came out last week. Uh, yeah, there's two Terry O'Neills that worked out with the worked out with. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm, not going, I'm not going down this rabbit hole. I'm not <laughs> going down this. I'm not. <laughs> It's the wrong guy. How are you guys doing in St. Louis? <laughs> the St. Louis Cardinals. We're having fun. We're playing name. with scores. We're throwing old pictures out. We're just yeah, the Cardinals fun. name meme generator just fucking accidentally made two Terry O'Neills. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Um, the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action as the MLB, NBA, and NHL are in full swing. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Kansas City Stakes. You work hard and you play hard, so treat yourself and stock up for summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD, like Sam David, or Sports Drink, at checkout. From classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to American-style Kobe, hard-to-find specialty cuts, and more, Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. They make it so easy. Each order from Kansas City Steaks is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Imagine relaxing in the backyard with the family while enjoying steakhouse quality meals from Kansas City Steaks. Try their butter tender filet mignon, Kansas City strips, juicy steak burgers, all beef jumbo hot dogs, and even complete meal combos. Bring the steakhouse to your house. 
this summer with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. Back to the show. Who, uh, where's your stadium at as far, this game, these games are in St. Louis. Where's your stadium at as far as uh, COVID uh, percentages? I think we're going full in June. I think it was like June 9th or something. It's definitely a, you know, very limited capacity. Ooh, 6-9. I like it. Yeah, 6-9. Getting full on 6-9. We're going full on (laughs) (laughs) 6-9. Love it. Filling it up, no mask. (laughs) That's like, oh my God, it's like the center field bleachers at Wrigley. Like they went unvaccinated or they went vaccinated only in the the center field bleachers. And immediately they started making cup snakes and spitting all over each other. It's like, they're like, man, COVID's over. Let's all cover each other with spit feces. Insane. Um, All right. So where were we? Oh, yeah, the batting. It's been pretty good. Like, uh, I'll, I'll give you some comparative stats on the offense. The, the the Cubs actually have a better offense OPS-wise than the Cardinals. They're eighth in the majors, where the Cardinals are 14th. Uh, the Cardinals are eighth, though, in homers, and the Cubs are 13th. So they're hitting the ball out of the park a little bit more. Uh, the Cubs are taking more walks than the Cardinals. Cardinals aren't taking very many walks at all. They're uh, 10th worst in the majors. Uh, the Cubs, however, are eighth worst in, in not in not striking out so they're bad at it and the cardinals are eighth best in not striking out and um the cubs are fourth in stolen bases cardinals are average and uh the cubs have actually scored five more runs in one fewer game yet this in the standings it's two and a half you're playing one ahead of your pythag right now but i mean pythagoras what does he know he you know baseball wasn't even invented when he was predicting baseball (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> well, he's he's pretty good then. He's predicting shit that I ain't even invented yet. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so, uh, no, he's also uh, related to Cubstradamus. I think they spoke. But uh, so what What do you attribute that to? I mean, are you winning tight games? Like, are you blowing people out? Like, how? Wh- what's your kind of general? I didn't really follow like, any of the shit that you just said. You were like eighth in this, fourth in that, fourth in this, fourteenth in that, eighth. I don't know. I'm saying, the, the, I'm saying oh, okay. Uh, l- let me say what what you, what it kind of looks like. It looks like a mixed bag. It looks like you're not walking, but you're not striking out. You're not. You're hitting the ball out of the park. Um, but you have a ultimately average offense. Yeah, and yet I, mean, I look at your pitching staff, and that's also average. Yet you remain mm-hmm. in first place because of some bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Like, why is it we, we scored all these more? We scored more runs than you, but yeah, you're like ordained somehow by you, Rob Manfred. You score more us. runs than the other team that you're playing, Danny. That's how you win. It's not, ooh, who had more in the division? Okay, <laughs> so so do the Cardinals get? Have they gotten blown out? And a then, couple of times, yeah. They like oh, okay. we got swept this weekend. We lost or the the game, the series against the Padres or whatever. We lost like a one run game, a two run game, and then we lost got blown, blown out, blown out. Like we either, yeah, we either win close or lose close, or we just get completely fucking blown out. Um, yeah, I don't so- know. Matt Carpenter out a lot of people. I saw Matt Carpenter took a, an inning and a third on the mound 
already. <laughs> so maybe that's why he's hitting so bad. He's, he's hitting like a pitcher. Him up, sprinkle him in some different positions. Maybe. Yeah, may, maybe he can actually be good at pitcher because uh, he's not good at, at hitting. So, yeah, I mean, I, I always say this. You would rather lo- win the close ones and lose the blowouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we are relying on power a little bit too much. We haven't been as consistent at the at the plate as I would like us to be. There's been a couple guys, you know, we talked about Yachty and Arenado that are that are hitting the ball well. And they're hitting well with power too, but we're relying on homers a lot more than singles and doubles for sure. We saw that early in the season with the Cubs. It was a fucking nightmare. The guys just swinging out of their shoes. And then once uh, – once they decided that Bodie was not the unanimous decision and Horner came up, he started slapping balls around. Duffy started slapping balls around. And all of a sudden, the Cubs offense looks like a functional offense because guys are just getting hits. And then they run into, they run into some homers or a couple of, there's a couple of guys who still just swing out of their shoes. But when well, they do, they got people on. Exactly, which is fine if there's somebody on. Like, you know, you, know, you, hit, you can hit four homers in a game and lose 5-4. Because yeah. they were all solo shots, you know. It's just like you need somebody that's going to, like, slap their way on base so that when, you know, one of your sluggers comes up, there's something to do. Um, so, And then defensively, I'll, I'll kind of go into that uh, a little bit. Both teams have been pretty good as far as not, um, you know, not uh, committing errors. They're both above mm-hmm. average. Uh, the Cubs have turned the fourth most double plays, which I just was thinking about that because – I was like, I think the Cubs turn a lot of double plays, and I was right. Just the eyeball test of it, cards are just about average. And the um, Cubs have to do that because they have every one of their pitchers throws ninety miles per hour tops, so they have to get those grounders, the ground balls. Yeah, and then uh, the Cardinals, their der 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 defensive efficiency ratio of seven nineteen is pretty epically good. So they're getting to a lot of balls and getting outs. And then the Cubs actually have been pretty pathetically bad this year at 691, which at least has a 69 in it. Arenado, again, is a monster. Like, he's been helping us a lot uh, at at the plate, but defensively, he's incredible too. And I feel like it's it's definitely rubbed off on people around him. Like, our team was not good defensively. Well, Matt Carpenter is a big part of that. So if he's not out there as much, you know. Matt Carpenter's not out there, and then, or, like, Arenado's there. Like, talk about a, a big change. Well, in- and – and then Arenado also covers, so he covers more distance, can handle it, so that makes it easier on your shortstop who can exactly. actually move more towards uh, second so the balls don't go up the middle quite as easily, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you miss Colton Wong? Because the Brewers really improved their defense so much with Colton. I do. I, as soon as we got Arenado, because we hadn't gotten rid of Colton yet, we got Arenado first, and I was – is so excited that we were going to have Arenado and Wong in the infield. Oh my God, I was elated. Um, so it, it hurt a little bit that he left. And then, you know, of course, in the back of your mind, you're like, maybe it's one of those situations where he goes to a new team and he sucks. And then, yeah, course, he didn't. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah. So good, so. Brewers I'm, still right there. I miss, I miss seeing the Wong ball. <laughs> the Wong oh ball. Suck. Come on. <laughs> what do you do? Who, who says shit like that? <laughs> that was. Some pitcher coined that that used to be on the Cardinals. God, Every time yeah. he a home run, he would hashtag long ball. Yeah, it's probably on some <laughs> other team now after having no, it. It's, uh, it was uh, fucking, what's his name? Joe Kelly. 
Joe Kelly. Oh yeah, but I like Joe Kelly. Just yeah, his, see, it's funny his, when Joe Kelly does it. Yeah, when Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly can do anything. I don't care. He's been on all the teams at this point, except for the Cubs. So <laughs> he can he can do uh, he can do what he wants. So uh, this game, these games are going to be in St. Louis, and it's going to be hot, dude. Mm-hmm. We should go down. I, I was like, I almost was going to say to you on this show, Dennis, we should go down. We should catch these games. Uh, and then I saw how hot it was going to be. 85 <laughs> on Friday, 87 on Saturday, 88 on Sunday. I was like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll catch the next one. Yeah, we'll catch the, I mean, well, there's a night game, so that should be a little bit more pleasant on Friday. And then the other one is also a night game, but it's 615, which it's still going to be hot. And then uh, 6.08. So they're all basically at 6 o'clock, and that's going to be, unfortunately, the ESPN game of the week, which uh, nobody likes. And, um, no, nobody does. Saturday Night Baseball as well. So that's that's going to be rough. Uh, Wainwright, I think, uh, they, have n- they have not announced the starters, as well, far as two, I know. They're still two days away. Away, yeah. Uh, and – I mean, who are the Cardinals playing right now? The Pirates. And they got the Pirates tonight, and then they got the day off. So they, you might be able to yeah. set it up a little bit different because I noticed that you've, like, thrown out some bullpen games kind of. Maybe mm-hmm. not on purpose. <laughs> like, maybe you were hoping the guy could go a little bit longer, but he only went three yeah. uh, kind of thing. And so, you know, I was just kind of piecing it together is all I'm saying. The Cubs, however, have not had a day off, so they're going to be not rested and – uh not able to set things up how they want to against the Cardinals. So um, thank you, Rob Manfred, and your scheduling gurus and your Cardinal devil magic that fucked us yet once again. So uh, hopefully it rains in Pittsburgh. You got to play tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. Um, Wainwright, I think, is going to go out. The ghost of Adam Wainwright, you'd say, you'd think it would be, but he keeps doing well. He got into the ninth the other day against Colorado in a three-hitter. Well, it wasn't a three-hitter because he didn't finish the game, but three hits, no runs, and I guess he ran out of steam after 113 pitches. What the hell are they keeping him out there for 113 for? Jesus. Especially against a shitty team like the Rockies. It's like, I mean, I guess if they want – if he was probably telling them he, he wanted a complete game out there, but still. But yeah, that amazing pitches. that amazing start is right in between two stinkers against the Mets and the Padres, where he gave up five and six runs accordingly. So where are you at on he's got a four sixty three earned run average right now? Where are you at on the ghost of Adam Wainwright? Is this just a hit and miss proposition at this point? Yeah, I was uh Early last year, I was over the ghost of Adam Wainwright. I thought he was way too old. He, like, pitched an incredible season last year, and now it's just, like, he's such a legend now. I'm like, let him do whatever he wants. He wants to stay in a game. Like, he wants to pitch 10 innings, let him do it. Like, I, I'm happy for the <laughs> great games that he pitches, and I'm never expecting him to do well because I already, like, gave up on him the beginning of last year. So it's all, like, bought time in my mind, and I'm just like, let him, let him do it. Let old Uncle Charlie out there. Let's see what he throws, and we'll uh, we'll take what somebody's got to be the number five, is what you're saying. So, and, and if it's and ours, Adam Wainwright, then great. Well, do you know who's really excited that he gets to face Adam Wainwright, and he's off the IL? Ian Motherfucking Hap, because in 14 at bats, he has four home runs. He's batting 571, and uh, oh, yes. OPS of 2.100. <laughs> now, this is a very small sample size, but when you, but when you hit 
four <laughs> home ridiculous. runs off a guy. I mean, honestly, when you hit four home runs off a guy, there's something that you just love about facing him. Like, there's one, no... One third of your plate appearances have turned into homers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's a lot. And, uh, now, uh, uh, Wilson does bad. Javi does bad. Bryant's not great at it. Uh, I mean, nobody else is really that good at it. But if we could just have a bunch of Ian Haps out there, uh, Rizzo's faced him in the most and only in 70 plate appearances only has the one home run. And that kind of surprised me. So that's not what you want to see out of Rizzo, only a 648 OPS. Um, but, yeah, I, ju- I just say, uh, you know, put Ian Happ in different uniforms as a disguise. Just keep sending him up there to bat. And, you know, it's, you know, put, you know, trade out like the Baez uniform and then nobody will know. It'll be fine. No, I mean. He's a switch hitter. You'll, you'll never know. Everybody knows that, you know, Major League Baseball has instituted the ghost runner rule as a perfectly normal part of the game. So let's just do it. I'm, I'm with it. I'm in. So, so then uh, Hendo. So it's Wayno versus Hendo, I think. So that's kind of fun uh, just from a word <laughs> standpoint. Mm-hmm. And. Hendo was awesome last time he went out there. He went to Detroit, almost finished the game, uh, eight strikeouts in eight innings, only gave the one run on eight hits. And that follows uh, – He's you know, he's been hit and miss too. Like every other start recently has been terrible. Like he gave up seven runs against Atlanta. Then he gave up only two through six against Milwaukee. Then he gave up seven runs versus Atlanta again, one of the worst starts of his career. Then he gave up one run and went seven against the Dodgers, which is not too shabby. Then he gave up six runs through five against Pittsburgh. Oh, and then man. he gave up one run and through so eight we're, against... we're due for a bad game from him. It Hendo. seems like it. It feels like it, except for the Cardinals do not do well against Kyle Hendricks. Um, Ooh. Yeah, it's... They oh, got look a, at Miles Michaelis, though. <laughs> yeah, Miles Michaelis. Pitch one, hit opportunity. One Pitcher for two. two rake. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt likes it quite a bit. Um, although he's got no dongs, he's batting three forty-five. Um, Arenado has two home runs, but it took him 28 at-bats to get to it. Um, but overall, 252 plate appearances and a two twenty-seven batting average for a six twenty-seven overall OPS from guys that have seen him, I'm saying that does not bode well for your baseball team on Friday. I say, I say Cubs can hit Wayno better than you can hit Hendo. That's I would have to I agree with you, unfortunately, on that. That doesn't look like a good matchup for us, if that is indeed the pitching matchup. And now, now the next night, if that is indeed the the pitching matchup, because uh, as I said, it's not announced. So then, and then in the next game, it's going to be, I believe, is it Quang or Quang? Young? KK. Yeah. What? Yeah, you just call him KK. All right, KK. <laughs> KK is going out there, and uh, he's not. Is he really a starter? Because he doesn't go that long into games. He starts. He I mean, starts. He starts <laughs> the game. But you know, you're right. I, I've been calling Williams an opener for the Cubs right now. So is he more of an opener? Yes. There we go. I like that. An opener. He's an opening pitcher. So he gave up. <laughs> he gave up four against San Diego last time he went out there, and then every other time he goes out there, he does four or five innings, and he gives up one run almost consistently every single time. And you wonder how our bullpen has so many innings pitched between a couple of guys. I mean, look at this. Yeah, this is why. Well, we're we're yeah. in the same boat. I mean, we are honestly doing the exact same thing. Like between Zach Davies and Trevor Williams, and and in many cases, our ace Hendricks. 
hasn't been go- able to go as deep into the games as you'd hope, except for against shitty teams like Detroit. But yeah, um, KK is isn't great. Great. He uh, <laughs> last time he went out out against. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> against, right. sorry. I'll, I'll stop. Do that. Do that through the whole thing. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. Stop about KK. <laughs> so, um, you know, it gives up as um, about one third as many walks as strikeouts. He's got a two seventy three ERA. He's pitched pretty well. He just hasn't gone very long into games. And uh, Cubs, nobody really. I think Rizzo has a double when I looked it up. So I didn't even screenshot the graphic to let you know about that double. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the Sunranto show today, um, you could be listening to the Sunranto show early and ad free. Um, how? By joining us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Uh, you get the show early, you get your own uh, RSS feed, which is completely ad free. And uh, also, like when we do separate preview episodes, you can tune into those live uh, when we do those. Um, you get access to our show notes, info about the pitching matchups and what's going on with the Cubs opponent in that next series. Uh, plus, you get to go onto the Super Ranchers page, uh, the Sun Ranchers Super Ranchers page on Facebook. We have uh, post show and uh, sometimes post game discussions. Um, you get the Cubs music. You can get your name uh, at the end of the show as a supporter of the Sun Ranto Show. There's perks at every level. Uh, plus, 10% of the the money that we get goes right to the Lost Boys Baseball Program, where we help kids in Chicago play baseball, and we help build our community. So, final plea, if you uh, would buy each one of us a beer a year at Wrigley Field for doing this show, well, that's joining at, let's say, the 3 or $4 level. So join us. $5 a month. That's all we ask. And uh, we'll keep bringing Sun Ranto Show to you. Um, the ads that we do don't pay shit. Uh, Patreon is the only way we keep the lights on at the podcast. God's honest truth. The ads are garbage to us. So please join us. Keep this Cubs podcast on the air. It's all up to you. Um, all the money goes right back into the show, to the StreamYard app, to the events we host, hosting for our website and the podcast and advertising and tickets and batteries and mics and headphones and all the shit we got to buy, okay? Help us out. Become a Patreon member. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. The link to subscribe is in the podcast notes of this episode. So just click on it. Join up. You'll never hear an ad again. You'll never hear me asking you to join Patreon again because you already did it, okay? So patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it now. Back to the show. I think Alzali is going to go out there for the Cubs. You know, he's having a rookie season, even though he's, you know, gotten a couple tastes of the, at the bite of the apple in the major leagues over the last couple of years. Uh, he went out there against Washington uh, two days ago on the first game of the series against um, uh, Johnny Lester, who came back and beat him. He beat John Lester. Uh, he went, gave up three runs in five innings. He was gave up three runs through six innings. I mean, it's kind of what you're going to get out of him. If the Cubs can score, um, I know this looks like a pretty I, evenly. Yeah, but I game. think I think Alzali is coming into this game against the Cardinals, uh, you know, with a fucking bird in his saddle. He's pissed because – uh, Ross pulled him after five when he seemed to have settled in and started to, you know, do okay. And, and Ross was like, 
it was one of his worst games pitched and all this shit. And I, I think Alzali's coming in pissed. So okay. it'll be interesting to see what happens in that game if Alzali is on fire or if it's too much for him. Well, the Cardinals have seen him a little bit. Oh, I think this is just two games worth of uh, of at-bats against him. So 24 total plate appearances, and they're only batting 105 against him. So there's not much there to see. Everybody, but everybody's 0 for 2 uh, except for two guys that are 1 for 2, just some singles. Looks like a bullpen game to me. Is Alex Reyes and, uh, you know, Gallegos going to be out there? We know KK ain't going to last long. Yeah. Alzali probably go five, maybe six if he's if he's given up two runs instead of three. Apparently, yeah, that's well, all Ross will give him. I mean, I totally thought he was going. I, I thought he had a chance to hit seven innings in that last uh, outing, and then he got bowled after five. And I'm like, oh, I guess I never watched baseball before. He's I don't know gonna what's have going to on. be. He's going to have to be so incredibly dominant and obviously dominant for Ross to keep him. I think they're protecting him with kid gloves and. What we've seen out of our bullpen, couple guys being able to do two innings. You got Keegan Thompson, who's been great for the Cubs. At, you know, you so you're happy to hand the ball over to him uh, for a couple innings until he get till the league gets a book on him. Uh, yeah, I think that could be good right now. Um, so yeah, I, I I think this might be a shit showy game. Yeah, yeah. I think this one, this might be the longest of all of them because of all the pitching changes. Yeah, nice sweaty 88-degree shit show baseball game. Yeah, shit show baseball game, five hours long, just a war of attrition. 12 12 pitchers between the two teams. Yeah, Yeah. oh, easily. And then uh, then go extra innings and just keep scoring (laughs) scoring that run from second, just over and over again, just like boom, 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 leaving the bases loaded, both teams over and over and over again. Game goes 14, everybody dies, no game Sunday. (laughs) Um, (laughs) In its natural extreme. So uh, then uh, John Gant, who the Cubs have seen a little bit, is going out there. And, you know, once again, a consistent five innings, he's going to give you maybe a six. But he's been good. He has never given up more than three runs. He's got an ERA of 204. But, once again, he has not gone deep in a game, so you're seeing at least three, four innings of bullpen. Tell me about Johnny Boy. Or do you call him JG? (laughs) I like John Gant. I I do classic, like, first name, last name. They're, like, both distinct, like, John Gant, you know? I, I like it all together. Like I'm his father, and he John Gant. Are are we positive it's not John Gant? <laughs> yeah, it's like a GIF. It's like a GIF. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like the guy's look. I'll tell you that. Anybody with a beard and some long hair, like he's he's flowy. He's got a little swag to him. Like I like John Gant. I want to see more of him. You want oh, more? You, what? You well, look kind of longer. Dick Trevor the, Williams. Then. The Cubs don't want to see more of him too much because they don't hit him well. Um, Rizzo's the only really the only one. He's five for ten, but they're mostly he's got a home home run and a double in that in that world. Um, but everybody else kind of doesn't do so well. Um, Javi's two for eleven. Hayward's two for ten. Those are the guys I've seen oh, him the yeah. most. Bryant like can't do shit off of him. He's zero for eight. Um, so and uh, so anyway, it's it's not great. I don't know why we can't hit John Gant. Uh, you know, nobody's ever never heard of him. I I kept getting him getting him confused with Ron Gant, who, yeah, right? who played in the nineties. But I, 
I you love know. that team so much. That was my favorite Cardinals team. Ron Gant and like <laughs> Gary Gaetti. Oh God, God, I oh, hated man. them all. Yes. So uh, there's John Gant, and then uh, Zach Davies is going up there for the Cubs, and you know, I I realized that I was really kind of uh, Zach pitched last night, and I've been annoyed at him because you sucked it in April, and he sucked so bad in April that I didn't realize that he was having a good May. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that thing where you're just like, this guy's fucking terrible. And then every fifth day he's going out there kind of improving his ERA, taking it down. Like, So it, it, April 26th, he had an ERA at 941. It's now 558. So he's nearly cut it in half. Um, he's not going as deep into games as you'd like. He only went five innings last night, gave up three runs on seven hits. He's not a great pitcher. He can do well sometimes, and um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think of Zach Davies? How are you feeling about him, Michael? I mean, every time I go, I look at him, I'm just like, it would have been better if we had you, Darvish. Oh, yeah, of <laughs> course. That's who we got, you know, as we traded for him. No, it, yeah, he's he's frustrating because if he doesn't get those double plays, I mean, this is – we talked earlier, the Cubs have a ton of double plays. Zach Davies, uh, Kyle Hendricks you know, throwing 88 miles per hour. These are the guys that are getting him. But, uh, but no, in the, in the last two games, he's given up 13 hits over 10 innings. So even though those were okay games for him, it was uncomfortable having him out there because you're just waiting for them to, you know, start teeing off and, you know, and then all of a sudden it's a five-run inning. Yeah. And then um, here's a blowout here, right? Well, the Cardinals, they love him. And that's the bad news. Matt oh. Carpenter was going to have the game of the year for himself because <laughs> he, he, he's going to break out of his slump that's all by himself. Much. Yeah, he's three. He's got three home runs in 25 at bats uh, with 12 hits. So he's batting 480. He's got five walks in there, too, uh, for an OPS of 1.567. Uh, yeah, he can, Yachty loves it. He's seven for twenty-one. It's mostly singles. Uh, Arenado loves it. He's five Miles for Michaelis keeps showing up yeah, on we, these lists. He does mm-hmm. <laughs> batting five hundred. One for two again. Uh, Harrison uh, Bader I love NL three, just just go, sits up there and goes three for three with a home run. You know, so they love it. Paul Goldschmidt batting four hundred, four for ten. So I do not. I think that Zach Davies should have maybe like a little fake injury, you know, before this game and just, you know, they'll push him off to the next series, something like that. This Whoa, is going to wow. be the, this is going to be the opener that we were talking about. So after uh, KK and Alzali, you know, burn every bullpen arm, uh, they're going to end up coming out here and Davies is going to go two innings. And and we're I, see. Is this I, the, the game of the week matchup? Yeah, unfor- <laughs> which which is even worse for us because yeah, we perfect. lay egg after egg after <laughs> egg after egg on Sunday night. Like, we cannot handle it. We can't. We can't handle it. We just go out there. They hear Vaskersian up there fucking yap, 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 and they just fucking freeze. We're going to lose this game 23-2. to two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we're taking two out of three from you guys. This it's week. what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, I say we take the first game. Everybody's hopeful. The second game can go either way. 
it just it's going to be a slugfest. And then the third I'm, I'm right. actually hopeful for that one because I think Alzelay's pissed. I think Alzelay's pissed, and he's going to shut him down for the five innings they let him pitch. <laughs> he'll be he'll be out of the game with sixty three pitches after five innings. He'll be fucking annoyed again. So, it, so I'm I'm always interested to see if our predictions come true, but I, I really do feel like we we know these teams and how they kind of go at each other so well at this point that I think that we're going to be absolutely 100 percent correct about that because we all feel the same way. Now, you know, I think that, that rarely happens with the three of us. Honestly, I know. <laughs> well, because- well, because you keep fucking loving Yachty. Yeah, exactly. We can't agree. We, I can't abide by that now that he's good again. I liked when he was bad, and then I was like, oh, look at him. He's just out there, that old man. Like, that's so sweet. He's the oldest man in the majors. You know, he's older than half the managers now and stuff, and he's just out there, like, basically getting dudes like Castiano suspended because he's just like, hey, you know, that that was unacceptable. So oh he calls God. up Manfred, yes. like, on his bat phone, and then uh, which he got when he got covid when he got that bat blood in him, he gave him a bat phone. It went, it went, <laughs> I, right, went right to Manfred. <laughs> by the way, I think we, we just, you know, kind of flew right past earlier that I believe Batman, or Danny thinks that Batman's origins is that. That he was uh, bit by a bat? No, that Bruce Wayne ate a bat. Ate I a think bat. that's what he said. What oh. I never saw. The, I never saw the film, so I'm, I'm unsure. So, in, in Danny's mind, Bruce Wayne ate a radioactive bat. <laughs> Sounds like a decent storyline. I don't see it. And uh, and Spider Man's because the guy got he ate a spider. Yep, that's that's exactly <laughs> and, it. And that, uh, it's like but, only, that, but only because he swallowed a fly. Yeah, I don't know why he swallowed a fly. Perhaps he'll die. <laughs> uh, and, and you and you thought that children couldn't watch this show? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, this, nursery rhyme references here. Yeah, this is. <laughs> wait, wait. Let's do some Andrew Dice Clay now. Um, <laughs> ridiculous duck. <laughs> this dick was sucking my cock. Yeah. God, can you imagine today? Like that's your act. Just, just like you, you know. In uh, it, I talked to. We have a guy come on the show sometimes. Uh, he's come on a few times. One time impersonating you, Darvish. But we had when we had Mini Vish on the show. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's like a thing in Japan that they have basically cover comics. So you don't have your like a cover band, but you go and cover oh. other co- comedians, other people's jokes, jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's what? the same joke, but you know, with a slightly different beat because he's not as good at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but you, you they have cover comedians, which it, now, if you think about it, why not? They have cover bands, and nobody is like. Why would you because pretend you're even, the Stones? You know, they like, make enough money to support themselves when they're writing the jokes. Like, what are the cover comedians getting paid? Well, as Probably a cover okay. comedian, you can cover four or five different guys. Well, no, I think oh, they usually do one guy. One. I, I'm pretty sure they just pretend they're that one other comedian, like like a, a band <laughs> pretending. They're no, the I think it, I think it's like Rich Little, and they just do the voices of everybody that they've ever <laughs> seen do do stand up. Yeah, anybody over thirty is like under under thirty is like Rich Little. <laughs> they, no, they probably just assumed that was a Cardinals little. Cardinals name generator guy. Yeah, you should have said Frank Caliendo. That that's he's hip with the with the youth. <laughs> I, I kid, I kid, Frank Caliendo. Um, 
I, actually, I have kidded. I've I've heckled Frank Caliendo pretty hard before. <laughs> one time in <laughs> Las Vegas, that was fun. Um, he he did one of those things. Uh, you know the March Brothers bit when they looked like they're going to throw the. He threw out the first pitch and he was going to throw the ball, and then he kept like throwing it behind him, like that yeah. kind of March Brothers bit. Mm-hmm. Dude did it eight times. <laughs> All right, so like <laughs> enough times that everybody started booing him. Oh, dude, I laid into Caliendo. I would not. And the rest of the game, then he went out again. Then we saw him in the stands, and we're like, fuck you, Caliendo. Eat my <laughs> shit, you piece of garbage. I hate you. Dude, it was me and Johnny. Oh, we laid in. Me and Johnny Onomatopoeia, when he did, he still remembers us. I guarantee you, like, he's late, he wakes up and he thinks about that moment. Yeah. It, it, the, the craziest part was when they acted like they were going to throw their garbage at him, but the, the garbage went behind them. You're <laughs> 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 not funny now, is it, Kelly Endo? <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, th- there's the there's our preview. We haven't done one of these previews in a while. It's kind of exciting to sit down and uh, just just do the preview and focus on a team. Otherwise, we kind of blow through it, and we don't and uh, we don't we don't get a good kind of well rounded idea about what's going on. Um, the entire NL Central, except for the Pirates, is pretty goddamn average, and I think the standings meet it out. <laughs> so, yeah. and well, our numbers. If, if it holds true for what we've been talking about today, uh, Saturday is the only real game you need to watch. Right, because we know what's happening in the other two. The Saturday yeah. is the the actual I mean, rubber. If you're a Cubs fan, you watch one and two, and if you're a Cardinals fan, you watch two and three. So <laughs> true. Go. So uh, I I want to ask you: Should we have a bet? Ooh, you want like you want to bet me the the Cubs and the Card? And should we do season series, or should we do series by series? And like you know, I keep welching on the bet by going double or nothing, like something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like season series, but I also I mean I'm feeling really good about this weekend. So <laughs> well, it's, it's a whole, well, and the Cubs are terrible on the road. We've won like we're I mean before we played the Tigers, I believe we were now we're six and fourteen or mm-hmm. six and something bad. Like it's not good. I think we are four and something four and it's not good. So I don't, so let's do season series. How about that? Season okay. series is 19 games, so then we can draw it out, and it's got to be something good. And it, it, we'll take uh, comments from the chat. And I guess we have two more. I can, Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it up in the Ranters page. There we go. On Facebook, and uh, we'll we'll have a bet. And so uh, by tomorrow night, so we can get it before the first game. Get it before the first game, yeah. Actually, you have all the way till 6 p.m. on Friday for sure. us to think of it. We could just text back and forth figure out what it is. Um, but it's got to be something good. I mean, we've had some good ones in the past. One that resulted in Johnny Onomatopoeia leading uh, calisthenics outside of Dodger Stadium, dressed like Richard Simmons. That was a hell of a bet. That was so, a good one. Could have been me. That could have been me, guys. That sounds like just you on a Tuesday. Yeah. Like, well, yeah well, that by Wrigley, though. I don't want to do that by Dodger Stadium. It'd be killed. Yeah, good point. So, um, especially uh, in a Cubs jersey. So. Uh, well, we'll think about it. So write in. Let me know what you think our bet should be. And uh, in the meantime, I guess we could just get out of here. Uh, I have no TFCs because that's basically all Cardinal fans all the time on uh, Twitter, just acting terribly. Bad yes. takes left and right. Like well, I looked up. I could not narrow it down from all the bad Machado takes from <laughs> the other day. I looked it up. I was like, 
Machado Cardinals. And it was just like guy after guy being like, he better never come to St. Louis. I'm like, oh, God. I don't, do? I don't know. I don't know how anyone's on Twitter. I guess you guys yeah. have to be for whatever yeah. you do. But that's all I ever hear about. Is like, man, these people on Twitter are the worst. I'm like, I think Twitter is the worst. <laughs> everybody just fucking hates everybody on Twitter. Pretty much. That's why I'm there because I hate everybody. <laughs> cool, cool. So uh, we'll, we'll give John Pickus the the last word. Uh, Yachty isn't making the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll definitely take bets on that. So uh, anything you want, Pinkus. So Spookog, and I, I'll play us off with a little uh, fuck the Cardinals. Are you going to try to say go Cardinals backwards or, or no? Slendrick. Go! No.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.